Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your host, Molly Kreese. I am so excited for this episode today. We are going to be talking about a number of things, but we will be focusing on the top of the line articles on LinkedIn today. So we're going to be tackling what's happening in business, how it relates to your career advancement, and some little tips on how you go about maneuvering this thing today. So first on the top of the line headlines for articles in LinkedIn, it says US adds over half a million jobs. And the article is by Kate Chapman, editor at LinkedIn News, and it goes on to say the U.S. economy added a tumming 517,000 jobs in January, the most in six months, obliterating economists' expectations of 187,000, the acceleration in the pace of payroll growth from 223,000 in December pushed the unemployment rate down 1% point to a 53-year low of 3.4%. The Labor Department report dashed hopes that the weight of eight straight interest rate increases by the Federal Reserve would slow the economy enough to loosen a labor market it deems exceptionally tight and help cool decades high inflation. Is this going to work? I don't know. So they are reporting all of these great numbers. But what I know underground and on the floor in my every to everyday life, I know that I've been seeing a lot more people, homeless people on the streets since the pandemic. I've seen a lot of people are being laid off by the tech industry IT. I know Google and some other people have laid people off, Facebook and others. And also I have coached clients that are looking for jobs and really haven't found jobs. So what is the correlation here? How does this work? And so these numbers seem not to be tackling some people in everyday life on the ground, right? So I was coaching a client this morning and she was saying to me, Molly, I have been applying for jobs. I've been getting interviews, but haven't been really getting to that final stage of where I get the, okay, you're hired. And so my thing to her was like, number one, is this your ideal role that you're looking for? Because if it's not your ideal role and you're just looking for a job, that can be the reason why you're probably not getting those jobs. Because if I'm an interviewer interviewing you, I'm looking at your answers. I'm looking at if your resume matched to what I'm looking for. And I'm also I'm also picking up on your energy. An employer does not want to hire someone who's not going to be with the company for more than a year and who they can see will grow in that company. If that's not the answers you're putting forward and if that's not the energy you're putting forward, that can be one of the reasons why you're not getting the job. Also, does your resume match your job, the job description that you're applying for? 
a lot of people go out and they do one general resume and just start applying for a whole lot of jobs. You cannot do that when applying for jobs. You have to look at the job description, look at your qualifications, and make sure that what you're qualified in match up with the job description. Also, highlighting transferable skills on your resume so that when you're targeting a specific job, it correlates and it goes in line with that job that you're looking for. So those are just a few tips for you guys that are looking for jobs that are going into interviews. When you go into interviews, do some mock interviews before you step into that interview. Let a friend interview you, or you might have an HR person in your network. Let them interview you. Let them ask some of the questions that you might be asked on the interview. Get your get your nonverbal cues on the check. Sometimes we go into interviews and our face is saying something else and our mouth is saying something else. Make sure you check that. The way to do that is practice in a mirror. See what kind of nonverbal cues you're giving off. Make sure you dress, dress properly for the company you're interviewing for. Research the company. Research the company culture. Um, research the kind of people that are employed at that company. Is that even a company that you want to work for? What what does their compensation package look like? All of those things that you, you need to take into consideration when going on an interview. And also another tip I would give is look into uh, career fairs. Right now, the National Black MBA has a career fair coming up in February feel free to go on the website. It's www.nyblackmba.org. I think it's February the 16th is going to be the career fair. Put yourself out there, start networking, start going into those spaces that are spaces that highlight the industry that you want to work in and start connecting with people. I tell people all the time, network, network, network. Some of these jobs, they are not on the job boards. You would not hear about them unless you network and somebody tell you about it. Sometimes you don't get a job until unless you network, somebody get to know you, get to know your value, get to know who you are, and they plug you into a company. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. It's about who knows you, and it's about who can vouch for your value. So that's just my quick tip based on this article. It is sounding good. It's some good news that the job market is coming back. The economy is coming back. But you have to look at the industry you're applying for the job in. Pay attention to the news. Look at what is happening in that industry. What is going on with the, with the, with the job market. And really research that industry and see how how you can position yourself to take advantage of what is going on in that industry. Okay? So take advantage of that. So as I spoke about the tech industry, uh, there's an article here on LinkedIn on where next for tech workers by Reva Gold, editor of LinkedIn News. And it says, as layoffs ripple across the tech sector, a number of which have been delivered in the form of surprise emails. And we know 
what's his name did that with twitter right elon musk what he did was send out a few emails uh don't realize later he realized that he needed some of those people he laid off but um that's that's another story for another day but a lot of people got these surprise emails can you imagine being at work or getting dressed to go into work and you just hear ping on your phone or on your laptop or whatever and you check this let me check who's emailing me who's it and you check in and you're like oh um sally i no longer require your services that is devastating for people and 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 if you are not, if you were someone they say what is 80 percent or 90 percent of people in the in the u.s live paycheck to paycheck so you can imagine how how getting that email and a text and i worry about so much stuff sometimes it's not good to worry but that would send you in a tailspin that will send you in a in a panic mode right just getting that text in your email that you've been laid off so let's get back to the article it says surprise emails where are all the workers going vox reports that while it's too soon to tell where the tens of thousands of affected employees will land over the coming months a number are already starting their own businesses meanwhile we may soon see a large share of tech workers employed outside of the tech industry in areas such as finance manufacturing and healthcare. So they're going to start flocking these other industries. What is going to happen to those people that are already in, in those industries or that are covered in those industries? We don't know. Time will tell. But this is really crazy uh, what is going on. So you're going to find people are going to have to pivot. You're going to have to learn how to pivot into different industries. And like I said, those transferable skills are going to be very, very important for you to highlight on your resume and what does it say here again meanwhile we soon see the large tech blah blah blah, blah affected employees of that people are starting their own businesses a lot more lot more people you will see a lot lot more people starting their own businesses and why not you've had all of this experience in the tech industry you know how to do those things a lot of people will know how to build their own app even how to build their own social media platform. A lot of these people that work at Twitter, Facebook, the engineers, all these people, they are the backbone of the company. They will know how to develop such things like that. All I say to is, come on my black sisters and brothers, let's develop develop a better twitter develop a better facebook let's all get on there and support each other i support you building and and uplifting your own business way to go way to go way to go on that there's another article i'm looking for a last article i'm looking for that i saw here on linkedin and it really made me smile and i'm like i want to see that happening i want that to happen i really do really 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 do i'm trying to find it here but the gist of the article i was reading it seems as though in maryland maryland is trying to come up with i don't know if it's going to be put into law or this is what they're doing but they are going to try they are trying to implement a four day a four day work week 
four day work week idea hits state lawmakers. And I found the article here, it is by Todd Dybass, editor of LinkedIn News, and it says, the once preposterous four day work week received a job following positive results from a 2022 multi country pilot study. Productivity went up, fatigue went down, and pay stayed the same. Those outcomes spurred Maryland lawmakers to propose tax-incentivized legislation that will start with a two-year pilot program among private businesses and within the government. I think having a more productive and happier workforce, you probably can't even put a price on that. Agreed, agreed, said Del Mary A. Lehman, representative, uh, representative of Maryland's 21st district and co-sponsor of the bill. This is such a great idea, guys. Such, such a great idea. Since the pandemic, people have realized that they can be productive at home, have a normal work-life balance, professional happiness important, my mind is clear, I can do everything that I need to do, still produce my work, and employers are coming around and realizing that people are being more productive when their mind is at ease, when they are not in an environment that is toxic, that is stressful, when they can just smell the breeze. Maybe you sit outside with your laptop, you sit in a coffee shop with your laptop, you go to the library, or even you sit at home that you're more productive, you do more work because you're in that space of zen, of ease, and that work is more productive. And it is so good that they're coming around to this idea because I love it. I love it. People, we notice a lot of companies since the pandemic have took on the hybrid method where you can go into the office maybe be two days or three days a week. The rest days you work from home. That is a good strategy as well. Some people really love that. There are some people that don't want to go into the office at all because they've been already become so accustomed to working from home. I love working from home. I think it's such a good thing. You get up, you get your breakfast, you do a little meditation, a little 10-minute exercise to get your day going. Then you open the laptop, you do some work, you take some break, you run an errand here, run an errand there, come back, put on the laptop, and you're still getting the work done and you're getting other things done that you need to get in your life. I think that is the way forward. I think that's the where the labor force is moving forward. And that's why I think this four-day-a-week idea is so great. Come on, let's face it, people. The weekend, it comes so fast, and it goes so fast that you, you don't even have anything to do. And before you know it, it's Monday again for you to get back to work. So we need that four-day week to supplement for that weekend going by so quickly. And let's face it, Friday, Friday is a laid-back day anyway. Let, how much work do you really get on a Friday, get done on a Friday? Friday, the, if you're working in the, in the manufacturing or whatever industry, that's when the warehouses close up early everything, all those stuff close early. If you're working in the, in the corporate space or whatever, people shut down early. I mean, might as well you give that day off. Might as well you say, okay, you work from Monday through Thursday. That's it. 
Friday off. Go ahead, enjoy your weekend. Take your kids out. Put your family on a on a long weekend, and see you back refreshed, energized Monday to get the work done and do the work. Come on, that that is that is that is awesome. A four day work week, Maryland. Look sharp, Passler. Look sharp. Let it be domino effect. Let it come to New York. Let it come to Jersey. All over the state, the whole country should be adapting this concept. You want happier workers. You want people that love going to work. And that extra day of relaxation is going to be so, so important. It's going to be feel so good, y'all. So good, so good, so good. So I hope, I hope, I hope that it is going to manifest. It's going to happen. It says um, it's going to shift tax incentive to businesses that shift at least 30 employees from a 40-hour work week down to 32 without cutting pay or benefits. It's so great. <laughs> because if they were cutting pay and benefits, then I will have a problem with it. I mean, some people wouldn't mind because that extra day, just for your mental state, for your peace of mind, that is worth it. But I am so glad that they're not looking into cutting your pay or your benefits. Because trust me, I can get five days of work done in three days because um I'm, I'm so driven and so motivated. And I know there is a lot of people in the workspace like that. If you know that you can get a day off, you are going to meet those goals. You're going to meet those deadlines because that day off comes as an incentive. That day off is so good in, 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 the, in the instance where we went through a pandemic. There is so many things going on in the world. I say sometimes I feel like I am living in the twilight zone. Every morning you get up, you turn on the news. It's something else happening. It's something else. It's this, it's that. And having that extra day to just um, decompress, clear your mind, that could be your self-care day where you just go. You don't even have to go for a massage or whatever. You just go outside and you just do nothing. Just, I want you guys to try this. You guys that are listening, just go outside, spend some time on your weekend or even on your lunch break at work. When you, I'm going to say this, don't be like me. Don't take your lunch at the desk and say that's a lunch break because you would find yourself at the desk, you're eating and you're working. I do that and I need to cut it out because it's not good for my mental health. And so I'm saying this to you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But even in your lunch break, whether you get half an hour or an hour and you go outside and you just ah, inhale the fresh air, but not so much in the city because there's smoking, there's gas fumes and all this kind of stuff, but find somewhere where you can just sit and clear your mind. I even do it right now. Just clear your mind. If you're driving, don't do it right now. But just clear your mind and do nothing. 
absolutely nothing. Don't think about anything. Don't do anything. Just do nothing. And see how rejuvenating that feels. See how energized that feels. See how it clears. See how it's going to clear your mind and put you in that headspace to just um, focus even better. That is going to be so awesome. I am so excited about this news. I hope other states pick it up that four-day work week, and I hope it becomes something of the norm. I know that this, there, if I'm not mistaken, there are other countries um, that do this, that have four-day work week. I think for um, Switzerland does it, if I'm not mistaken, but there are other countries that have already adopt this concept and they're doing great. So I know um, in terms of the U.S., we are behind the eight ball on this, but I am so glad that Maryland has looked into this and they are considering this proposal. It's really, really great. And I am going to enjoy when it officially gets to gets to New York and gets to New Jersey. That is it for the top of the headlines. That is going to be, we're going to be doing these, these, these episodes going forward, the top of the headlines and really tackling the news and see where we can factor in and how we can do. I want to say to you guys out there, you might know someone that has been laid off or someone that is looking for a job. The quick tips I can give you is to really network, 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 network. Look at different industries where your skill set and your experience can be utilized. And just think about pivoting. Think about making a shift into those different industries. Uh, Go back and revamp your resume. And this is unfortunate, but a lot of us do this, is that we get so comfortable in a position and we forgot to write down. Some of us do some amazing things in, in companies, in departments that we work for, and we don't write them down. We don't make a note of them. And so then when this happens, where you get laid off or you have to look for a different job or you have to pivot, you forget about these amazing things that you've done and you don't highlight them on your resume. If nothing else you've heard from me today, I want you to remember when you get into a position and you get into a job, write those things down that you do in that job because that is going to become valuable information for you to highlight on your resume, for you to highlight when you're petitioning for a bonus, for you to highlight when you're petitioning for a higher position within that same company or within a different company. It is important that you remember what you've done, what you've helped the company with, how you've boost sales and profits, all those things you need to make sure that you're jotting them down, that you're writing them down so that when this time comes that you need to shift, you need a different job, you need to pivot, you need to update your resume, you need to update your LinkedIn profile, that you have all of this information for you to put into your LinkedIn profile so that it can show you up to be that fabulous person that you are, to be that fabulous professional that you are, 
so that you can get those jobs that you are applying for. And I want to say last but not least, certainly not least, shift your mindset, shift your thinking. Some of you might be going on interviews, going on jobs, and you didn't get that one, you didn't get the next one, and you're in a funk now, and you feel like you're never going to get it. That negative attitude is not going to get it, get you a job because you're going to go into that interview. The interviewer is going to feel that energy. You're going to give off that energy and how you answer your questions. And you're going to come across as not wanting the job. And that is what's going to happen. You're not going to get the job. You're going to continue and that streak. I want you to dust that negative streak off. I want you to dust it off, shake it off, like Taylor says, shake it off. I want you to shake it off. I want you to adopt that positive mindset, and I want you to put yourself in that space where you start thinking positively, and you start building that career plan. Write your ideal role down, and then start making steps towards that ideal role, whether you have to do a little bit more professional development. Go on Udemy. Udemy have have, um, course course, um, low-cost courses that you can take. Go on Coursera, Coursera, Coursera. I could never pronounce that properly, but they have courses from different universities and reputable organizations that you can take these courses and adapt and put them on your resume to show you up better as a more, as a qualified candidate in the role you seek. So start mapping out that those that career plan, start putting that ID roll down and start saying, this is a step, this is a step, this is a step, this is a step that I'm going to take to get myself to that ID role. And remember, remember when you're looking at a company, research the company properly, not just the company, but research the industry properly. See what's happening in that industry. See what's happening in the news. What are they saying about that industry? What are they saying about that company? Is that company laying off people? Is the company hiring? What is their turnover rate? You need to know all of these things before you even apply for a job within that company and before you go on that interview so you would be able to have intelligent conversation and ask intelligent questions that would allow you to make an informative decision on if this is the company or the role you should be pursuing or not. I hope you guys enjoy our segment, our episode, top of the headlines, and we will talk to you. I will talk to you very, very soon. We're going to have some guests coming in very soon to talk to you on various topics. I am so excited for this year, 2023, and I am prophesying and praying prosperity on every listener that listened to this episode. If you're someone looking for a job, looking for your ideal role, I pray that you're going to get that job. You're going to get that job. You're going to get the job. Put yourself in alignment. Start corresponding and networking with the people that is going to push you and boost you into that direction, into that career that you want to get into. I prophesy it. I pray that it will come to pass in Jesus' name. And I say to you, go out there, 
Be the best you that you can be. Live, laugh, and love. This has been another episode of the Network Hour Podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode and look forward to you listening. Please like, share, download this this episode and tell somebody about the Network Hour Podcast, how it is so motivating. It's bring you top-of-the-line news. We bring you first-class guests to talk about their experience, talk about their knowledge, and it's all about helping you be the best you in 2023. Until next time, live, laugh, and love.